0: Welcome to another edition of Inside the Economy. I'm Larry Howes. Thanks for joining me. Inflation numbers came out, headline and core inflation, down a little bit, 2.7, 2.2. Inflation's not bubbling out of control. I think that's fairly clear. It's an important measure that the Federal Reserve is using as they raise rates. But it's going to be a task to stay up here in the high twos for a while anyway. Again, inflation. Nothing exciting in unemployment, nothing exciting in any of the numbers. We're back in $70 a barrel for oil. Mm. That probably won't last. I think the rest of the interest rates are anticipating a increase out of the Federal Reserve here. Well, in a couple of days. Even if they don't raise here in a couple of days, it won't really matter they'll just raise again before the end of the year. They're at 2% now and they're still targeting they're targeting 3%. Maybe 3 and a quarter. So when they do it doesn't really matter. Right now it's becoming more uh, an anticipation of when people start feeding their done raising. Then we'll go from there. The housing market is showing the impacts of these increased rates clearly. The National Association of Realtors had a little blurb in their last announcement basically saying one in four houses on the market had to lower their price before they got any activity at all. Now that isn't necessarily the case for downtown San Francisco or some places in Denver and Seattle and few and some of the really unique markets but across the country that's clearly the case. Manhattan is horrible. Of course there might be a little overpriced. The Point is Higher interest rates are having an impact, and the fact that people anticipate higher rates gives them the feeling that, well, maybe the prices are going to come down a little more before this rate cycle is over. And they're quite right. On a $300,000 mortgage, the difference between a 4% mortgage and a 5% mortgage is only about $160 a month. It isn't the $160 a month. It's the anticipation of a better price. So we are in a buyer's market, clearly. It's going to be that way until the Fed is done. Everything else in the housing market, the red, is basically the remodel market, the home improvement market. Those are going to keep the houses they have and simply make them better. The blue is, well, buying new appliances, the home furnishings, the washer and dryer, all that stuff. That's kind of down. but. People are fixing the houses just the way they are and staying in them. Household and non-bank businesses are not over-riddled with debt. We've talked about this before, and here's an update on the numbers. Households and non-financial corporations, meaning everybody but a bank, don't have a lot of debt. They're not piling on debt. They're not slowed down or scared by the debt they have. Any acquisitions in the real estate side of things, whether it's residential or commercial. It's not due to fear of additional debt. It's due to higher rates. It's as simple as that. Another update on the energy side of things, United States, as about a month and a half ago, was the largest producer of petroleum on Earth, surpassed Saudi Arabia and Russia. This is kind of a short-term event, though very entertaining. Russia and Saudi Arabia are trying to stay within the guidelines of OPEC, meeting right now, I think they're trying to prop up the prices a little bit, and maybe getting back control of the petroleum market. I don't think either one of those things are going to happen. The fracking industry alone in the United States is probably going to be pretty robust until 2028, and we have no idea what the actual demand for petroleum is going to be by then, but I'll guarantee you it'll be less than it is today. That doesn't even open up the gas fields in Pennsylvania, North Dakota. There's a lot of hydrocarbons still in the ground. Whether we need them or not, we'll know uh, as each five years rolls by. Industrial production in the United States is continuing to do well. There is more and more production slowly moving to the U.S. from overseas, a little bit of China, Some places that it's becoming more untenable to manufacture and hope to get a good price for things, they're moving back to the United States. Or people are gonna protect their technology and move it back to the United States. There's an issue with China. Now, the 12.7 million people that are employed in the manufacturing sector, I don't see that increasing. There's a lot more automation. Uh, The scarcity of competent workers and highly trainable workers is becoming more acute, and the immigration issue is far from resolved. Now, what's important here, to tie this back, jobs are very important in the United States. The IRS has clearly staked its future and its ability to generate revenue on two of the biggest factors and having a job, individual income taxes and payroll taxes. That's where the source of the revenue comes for the U.S. Corporate taxes were never significant, well, haven't been significant for 40 years, and they're never going to be again. It is individuals and their taxability that count. The rest of the world, the ISM versions, ISM, that's the Institute of Supply Management, which is a very important gauge In U.S. manufacturing, it's well up. It's above 60. The rest of the world, China, Japan, Eurozone, down. It's going to be that way for a while. It's the United States that's the manufacturing giant and growing giant right now. A very important trading partner of all the issues that's going on with tariffs and so on and so forth right now is the viability of the economic side of the European Union. The euro has never really recovered from the Great Recession, 2008. European Central Bank has never really cleaned up all of their member banks. Yes, that's Italy, that's Portugal, that's Spain, that's Greece. That's a number of member countries that banks have a lot of bad loans on their books and just deny it. They really don't have the authority like the FDIC does, and the currency is showing its weakness. It should be doing much better than it is right now. Here's a map of China's largest customers in the U.S. Some of them don't have a corporate name, Walmart, Costco, Office Depot. They don't have a name next to them because they're either centers for manufacturing or assembly or centers for places where China sends their students and money schools, so on and so forth. Here's where the biggest impact is. Now, a brief little, and I'll wrap up with this hopefully close to final discussion on tariffs. The next 200 billion of tariffs was levied yesterday by President Trump. I'll remind you that 1% of the GDP in the United States is exported to China. Not a big piece of business. 4.1% of all China's GDP is exports to the U.S., meaning they're selling to the U.S. Well, it doesn't sound like much, but considering what percentage of GDP in China is infrastructure building, debt financed, the sales to the United States are actually very important to them because it's nearly their sole source of dollars. As you remember, you need dollars to buy petroleum. You need dollars to buy natural gas. There's a lot of people out there that really don't want yuan in compensation for what China buys from them. They'd much rather have dollars. And China has got to have dollars, one, to shore up their own currency, the yuan, and two, to buy all these other commodities, especially energy, that, uh, well, they don't have any of themselves. So it's not a... United States, gee, we need to fix this problem with China issue. It's a China's got a problem that long term is a huge problem. We'll see what they do about it. Okay. Right now we're still Goldilocks economy. It would be great if there were a correction in the equity market. I don't think we're gonna get one. It would be great news if we did. We'd get an opportunity to buy in a little better price before the next rally which is probably this time next year when the Fed is showing signs of not raising rates anymore. Well, it's all basically good news. Again, if you have any questions, just send me an email here. I'll be happy to talk about it. Thank you very much for joining me.